With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey everybody, it's Manimal here. It's Friday, March 3rd, and today on Texas Rangers with the boys, we're going to go around the league, we're going to talk about contact, and then we're going to go over that Texas Rangers box score from Thursday afternoon. So join us today, Texas Rangers with the boys. Hey, this is Mitch Garver. You're listening to Texas Rangers with the boys. Hey, thanks, buddy. And welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of professional wrestlers who love Texas Rangers baseball, love baseball in general. My name is Kevin Lee Frazier, a.k.a. your boy Kev, YDK. You can find me on social medias at Kevin Lee Frazier. That is F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. You can also find Texas Rangers with the boys on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at TX Rangers WTB. That's our handle. You can also catch us on our website at TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com and stream any uh, Spotify, iTunes, Radio Public, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music. It's all there. Check us out. And joining me, my co-host, a man who survived falling power lines and tornadoes and possible flying uh, transient uh, people, Uh, the 300-pound animal, a.k.a. Bull. Buddy, are you safe? It sounds like you got your electricity back on. And now that electricity's back, where can they find you on social media? Uh, How about uh, those storms last night, huh, Kev? That was something (laughs) else, man. They were were something else. I... uh... I have a, as, as I think I might have talked about here before, I have a little building that has my professional wrestling ring set up in it. Mm. And uh, there we, we meet to uh, continue our education on the professional wrestling, correct? You oh, see. Yes, yes. And uh, a young fellow there, we uh, hang out and we, uh, we were going to the store to get some bottles of water. <laughs> and. Uh, we thought, oh, that we were looking at the radar, and it said, oh no, it's going to be east and or west and north of here. So we've got some time. So we ran up to the Seven Eleven, and uh, as we were leaving the Seven Eleven, the weather really soured, mm-hmm. really soured, mm-hmm. and we uh, mm-hmm. ended up we ended up right in the middle of uh, some tornadic uh, mm-hmm. activity right there oh, in the heart of uh, of Lancaster and Beach at the Seven Eleven right there. And uh, we were in the middle pump just holding on for dear life. That's as far as I was willing to go because I didn't want anything blowing around in this tornado and hitting the car because I was watching people try and leave and just stuff was just hitting them, you know, as their car was getting battered. We made it back down to the building. We waited the storm out last night. It was uh, it was crazy. But Mm. uh, power restored. uh, Manimal. Okay. So we're we're doing as good as we possibly can on a Friday morning after the, those thunderstorms last night. Um, but if people want to follow me on social media, they can find me at Twitter at Manimal Bull. They can find me on Instagram at Manimal Three Hundred. They can find me on TikTok Ooh. at Bull Pro. 
with the handle Manimal, and you can find me on Facebook. It's okay, people. Okay. You can admit that you have a Facebook okay. because I know it's you okay. have a Facebook because I read about you talking about the storm last night. Oh. So man. follow me there, Bull Pro. And uh, that's about it on the social medias. I'm ready to talk some baseball. We can, we can, we can start talking baseball whenever you're ready, Mr. Frazier. Oh, man, I am super pumped. Uh, you know, speaking of, uh, you know, tornado, tornadic, tornadic activity, uh, the Texas Rangers tornadic activity with the baseball bats was out of control yesterday. Yeah, yeah, before, they were. But before we get to the Rangers, hitting. let's, yeah, let's, let's jump around the lead. Yeah, this lot speak. That's a great, you, great segue. Great you segue. Saw, uh, I mean, it, it's not really Texas Rangers related. It did happen in a Texas Rangers game. Uh, a young player, Brendan Rogers, who's been on my radar for quite a few years since his days back with the Hartford Yard Goats, mm. um, he he, uh, he separated his shoulder in the game against the Rangers on I want to say it was Wednesday afternoon, mm-hmm. and uh, it might have been Tuesday afternoon. I'm not a hundred percent sure, um, but he uh, he dislocated his shoulder, and it looks like it's going to be a lot worse than just a dislocated shoulder, and that there's some structure damage, and that he's going to have to have some surgery. To get it fixed, and that's another one of those young rising players that a good, solid young. You know who I I would have probably compared him to, like maybe a guy like Ian Kinsler at okay. second base. So he's a good, wow. solid young player. Uh, you know, one of those guys that uh, he's probably going to be good for a lot of years, and this isn't going to derail him. This isn't going to be the end of it for for him, but uh, it's going right. to set him back. It's going to set him back probably most of this baseball season. And uh, hopefully, hopefully he's able to get back maybe sometime in September and play a little baseball this year. Yeah, yeah, you never want to see that. Uh, there's really just never it's never okay. Uh, but it is also part of the part of the professional sports career. So part of people it, get yeah. hurt. So, yeah. so let's, uh, so let's you pull mentioned, for him. Yeah. Well, you'd also mentioned uh, hitting, um, and I've just we've noticed you and I uh, have noticed that. You know, a lot of hitting an, going on in an these uptick, Rangers games. Huh? An uptick, yeah, a lot and of hitting. not it's, not just Ranger games. I mean, games no. all over both the Grapefruit and Cactus League. I right, think there right. there have probably been more singles in this first week of action than maybe like the whole month of September right. last year. <laughs> right. I don't no, you know. bring you up know, a great I point. Know, I don't have any statistics on that. I'm just saying, but it looks like no, you bring up a, a lot of balls point. are finding outfield grass these days, and that we're we're seeing a real uptick in uh, base hits and uh, a lot more on the base pass uh, movement, um, putting pressure on defenses and making guy taking third base on singles where. Sometimes you would have seen people waiting, sitting back and just taking base to base. And so, you know, you're seeing it a little bit more. But, I mean, not that you didn't see that before. Not that, like, I'm not saying that the game of baseball didn't have that. I'm just saying it seems like there is an uptick of it and there's not, a, there's not as many guys, um, you know, getting caught with the with how it was last year with the shift. And, and balls are yeah. getting through and guys, you know, I mean, you know, like, Good infielders are still making great plays. So, right. you know, like, I mean, 
And like we said, you know, they're going to, those metrics are going to come out during the season of where they hit the ball most of the time on the ground. And you're going to see more defenses play in their, their, uh, their regular defense, their regular uh, position players there. And the defense is going to catch up. I, I have no doubt in my mind that the defenses are going to, to catch up some, but I think here in these first couple of uh, weeks of spring training, we've kind of seen an uptick in hits and an uptick in uh, driving in runs um, in key situations on, uh, you know, RBI singles. No, I, I agree. And, and I think it begs the, the question uh, or not really begs the question, but just brings a great point of like, you know, and I'm going to say this and it, I'm not, I want, I want you to hear what I'm saying, not what I'm not saying. And that is that I believe that a single than a walk or better than a walk. Now, what I'm not saying is that walks are not important, but we're seeing, especially in these Rangers games, because those are the only games I've really seen, but we're seeing guys taking extra bases. Um, you're seeing it advanced runners. You're seeing things happen in a single that's not going to happen with a walk. And Yeah, and it, the big – Go ahead. And the big difference is, is – is when when the ball is in play, there's more opportunity to do with more with it than there mm-hmm. is when when it's a dead ball and you've got a walk. Um, yep. Now now like again, a walk is very important if it if it comes instead of a, an out, right? Of course, of course, like, yes. That, like, I mean that makes that's not that what, makes that's perfect not the point, sense. You know, that's yeah, not what just, anyone's trying to say. What I'm no. trying to say is that when the ball is in play. There's more opportunity to do things as base runners and uh, in an offensive position, and you can yep. put defenses on their heels where you can't do that when you're, you know, you're sitting back taking walks. Now, not to say that guys aren't going to take walks because that's a part of the game. It's been here forever. Guys are going yep. to get on base that way, and it's still going to be very important for you to hit a hundred po- or have your on base percentage, you know, fifty to a hundred points higher than your batting average. Those things do not yep. change. All it, all yeah. all this is saying is that there's a more opportunity to to do things offensively when you're when the ball is in play and when the ball is through the infield. Hundred percent and hundred uh, percent. And I I I just want to point that out because I think Right now, and again, just watching the Rangers games, maybe it's just the shift, but I've just noticed a better, a bigger emphasis on the contact and getting the ball through, like you said, into the outfield grass. And it's just, it's made for a more entertaining brand of, of baseball. And that's what, that's, I mean, it, the, the name of the game is selling tickets and TV rights and, and the more entertaining and, and more pace and the more fun the games are. I really believe it's better for the game. And I, right now it's, it's, it's a win for me. You know, well, and call watching, me a, call me a progressive, whatever, or whatever, call me whatever you want to call me, but it just really makes the, I've really started, I'm really enjoying these games. Well, you know, listen, old fogey, or whatever, <laughs> whatever you are, because you know, it could go either way, it depends on you know the, the uh-huh. marketplace. But, but when I when today on the or yesterday on the telecast, the Rangers telecast was not on, it was the Brewers telecast that was on, mm-hmm. so you're watching from a Brewers standpoint. And um, they interviewed Corbin Burns and asked him about the pace and how things were. And he said it wasn't really a big deal to him and adjusting to it wasn't a, it wasn't a, 
a real problem and that he thinks that by opening day, it won't be a problem around the league. So, I mean, he's confident with, uh, you know, big league ball players getting to a point. And I understand the argument that baseball's never been a game that's been rushed. And, and right now you're putting p- pitchers in a position to be rushed, but uh, you know, I think they'll get used to it. And I think that guys that are, uh, are kind of against things like this, they'll, uh, they'll either really, really, really hate it for the rest of their life. And, and they'll, they'll die mad at baseball or they'll they'll get with it and enjoy the fact that they've got baseball every day. That's that's and that's that's where kind of we are. Is look, it's ba- we love baseball. We talk baseball. This is this is what's fun to us, and we're just not going to get that upset over something like that. And the last several years, the Rangers have not been a very good baseball team. But you know what? The one constant has been that starting at the end of March or early April, and going all the way through October. They've still been there every day, 705, 105. They play every day. And, you know, I mean, and, and you know what happens is on those days when you don't have them in the, in the dog days of summer and they've got a day off, right. You know, you're right. like, oh, no. you know what? I wish yeah. I was watching a Ranger game tonight. Oh, well, and, and, and hey, I, I'm, a, I'm a Cowboys fan, big time, love Cowboys, love football season, all that. I I miss it during football season. So yeah, I, I love I baseball, get it. man. That's I get it. It's it's my favorite sport, and that's why we decided to start talking about it in the off season. Because not only you know when we started talking about this, the Rangers pitching staff was Dane Dunning, uh, yeah. John John Gray, Martin Perez, uh, and we were kind of still excited about that, you know, going forward. Yeah. And and now look at it, you know, they've got. John Gray down is probably their third or fourth starter and, yeah. and uh, you know, guys that are capable just like him right behind him. So, uh, you know, mm-hmm. so, so it's a great time to, you know, start talking about baseball. And now we've, we've gotten ourselves excited into baseball and hopefully that can at least for the next six months. Um, Absolutely. But, you know, we talked about. Oh, uh, go ahead. I, no, I no, no. Well, we've talked about, you know, we've talked about the importance of contact and this, uh, this, this off season. And I'm not saying that again, I'm not trying to like tell anybody that walks are not important because I know that, you know, getting on base is important. That's not what we're trying to do here. What we're trying to say is that baseball is more fun with contact. hundred percent. I agree. And the big thing, and speaking of contact, the Rangers were seven for 16 today. Uh, with, with runners and scoring position. position. Yeah, so but before we talk are, about that. Come on. You, oh, you, you oh. got my I, – I, I got it. Oh. I got it. Oh, before, I'm sorry. Before, before we talk about the Rangers uh, and their their average with runners and scoring position. I was going to kick it to you because – You were? You know, we even talked about this earlier. I thought this, this yeah. was going to be a thing. Like I was going to like slide it over to you like I was a hockey player and you were going to give it the oh, one-timer and I'm man. sorry about with the spot, you know, that's what happens when you call it in the ring. Sometimes you, you, the back yeah. elbow turns into a do do and you look a little silly until someone just cuts someone off. So hit it. That's at least they can't say we choreographed this stuff. So let me tell you guys about some professional wrestling that's going to be taking place on March 31st at Martin House Brewery in Fort Worth, Texas. I believe it is Death Breath brings to you along with Matt War Pro and Texas Roughhouse Wrestling, Trouble on the Trinity. And it's going to have the Hell's Half Acre Tournament to crown the first ever Trinity River Heritage Champion 
and our own 300-pound Manimal will be in that tournament and has staked the claim already on that championship. It's going to be a lot of fun. Indeed. It's going to be, uh, yes. Yes, yes. There's going to be a lot going on, and uh, vendors are going to be there. Lots of cool stuff. It's just going to be a big event. They had nearly three – if you hear the screeching in the background, that's my son. But they had nearly 300 uh, people there the last time they were at Martin House, so it was a really exciting show. Going to be a great thing to be there, but the most important thing is we'll be there. Uh, Texas Rangers with the boys, we will be there. We will be talking Texas Rangers baseball uh, because it will be the day after opening day. And so we know the Rangers are going to take what, take home the victory on opening day. We'll be super excited. We'll be in our Rangers gear. And uh, I'll be there the whole time. If you want to sit next to me and talk baseball, I will be more than willing. But I'm also going to be enjoying some great professional wrestling. So really exciting. And one more thing I don't want to forget is now starting in March, every Monday, Monday, we will be, they will, Manimal will be at um, Buffalo Brothers in Sundance Square. Uh, there will be food, there will be wings, and there will be wrestling. So they will be ta- he will be out there talking wrestling, uh, talking baseball if you want to talk baseball, eating some food, and it's going to be some good food out there because they're telling me food. The best. Uh, so, yeah, the best. So go out, check it out, uh, get to know the guys, have a lot of fun with it, talk some wrestling with Manimal, we'll talk some baseball. And speaking of baseball, why don't we get into this Texas Rangers box score uh, because a lot of a lot happening on this box score, and the Rangers got to a really good pitcher today, uh, in, in against the Brewers, and this really good pitcher was uh, our guy Corbin Burns. Yeah, they had a little success with on him late in the uh, late in his outing. He uh, he really rolled through him those first couple of innings, though. Um, he got mm-hmm. you know he he only threw a couple of pitches both innings and. And went back out for a third inning, and it looked like uh, in that third inning maybe he was working on uh, some control with his curveball because he threw mostly curveballs that third inning. And I would okay. be uh, I would be shocked that if he was pleased with the outcome, but I don't think that uh, um, getting outs was his priority in that third inning. I think he was okay. trying to command that curveball, but it got him a little trouble. He walked uh, as a Jankowski. Uh, mm-hmm. He walked Jankowski, and uh, um, after the after the Jankowski walk, he um, he got a ground out, but uh, Jankowski was on the move. So, right here we go. Uh, this is exactly right what we were back talking about. To what we were talking about. So Matthias grounds out. Get, he gets that ground ground ball double play, but because Jankowski is on the move, Jankowski moves on to second, and uh, Brian Anderson had no choice but to just take the one out at first base. Um, and, uh, you know, right after that, wild pitch. Mm-hmm. Wild pitch moves Jankowski to third base. Runner on third base, less than two outs. Brewers bring mm-hmm. that infield in, and that allows Ezekiel Duran to uh, ground, ground a ball right back up the middle, get it past uh, Corbin Burns, which is the only line of defense because you can't shift now on a even on a on an infield being in. You still have mm-hmm. to have both. So, you know, that, that ends up in a run. Um, the Corbin Burns leaves the game there. Yeah. Um, they get, he gets uh, uh, replaced by Tyler Herb, Herb, mm-hmm. Herb. Something mm-hmm. like that. I didn't, I didn't hear the set. I didn't hear it whenever I was watching the game because I was kind of, <laughs> I wasn't watching with the but, volume on. I was but it got your watching. attention. 
got yeah, your attention. Yeah, yeah, definitely got my attention. I might have been in the process of something like that too at the time. <laughs> but uh, he gets a ground, he gets a ground ball. But because it's Bubba Thompson, you don't get that mm-hmm. double play. Yep. Bubba Thompson takes that base that Ezekiel Duran lost by stealing it. Uh, Josh mm-hmm. Smith works himself a walk, and uh, Joe McCarthy grounds a uh, grounds a ball up the middle, um, and Bubba Thompson scores, and Josh Smith get, moves all the way around to third. But mm-hmm. uh, Garver grounds out. Uh, he kind of got caught check swinging. Okay. He got caught check swinging, and uh, Rowdy Tellis took care of him uh, to get out of the inning. Um, but D- Dane Dunning, outside of a uh, leadoff Before home we run. Before we Dane, hold on. Oh, wanna you want to? Wanna... Yeah, I just want to make a point of, of this is exactly what we were talking about to start the show off, is that this is baseball, man. But, I mean, but this think is about moving runners that... and, and just, just grinding it out, you know? like. But, but think about the whole on. thing. The whole thing started with the walk. Yeah, and that shows yeah. how important and and a walk extended the inning. So it shows how yep. important that a walk is. Yep, absolutely. So I mean, like it proves the point that we're trying to make that that this walk, of course, that wa- the walk is important because Jankowski starts the inning with the walk. He scores a run because of the walk. Josh Smith, it's a walk, prolongs an inning because of a walk, gives them an yep. opportunity to get to a another position where they've got um, runners, you know. Fast runners on base, and then a single scores a run, moves your other guy to third base. So it's that combination of both, right? It's that it's that idea of that, like not only are you taking extra bases because the Corbin Burns wild pitch, you know, it doesn't get away that far, but he's already gone. You know, and so I mean, you know, it's just one of those things where there's a lot to that. There's a lot to that half inning, and these aren't everyday guys that you're expecting this from on a daily basis in the season this year. So to see him doing this at this level right now is a big thing. Can I also and point it, out, it, I didn't get to see, and sorry to interrupt, but I, I didn't see that. I tried to look and I couldn't find it, but the pitch count in that inning too. I mean, so many things working there, not one extra base hit. Driving up pitch counts. I mean, this just, this is a great example of what discipline gritty baseball looks like against a great pitcher to be honest um you know so it's i I just this is the stuff that you and i like nerd out about is well and and it's baseball and it's one of those things where of course like at the end of the day it all starts and stops with corbin burns working on something yeah you know what i'm saying like you still got to do it it still has to happen but like that's where it starts and stops at with him working on something and if he's going to go out there and work on something, you've got to take advantage of it. Yep. So, you know, like, I think it was, it was a really good half inning by the Rangers. And, and you know, and it, and it pretty much everybody kind of contributed that half inning. And uh, it was nice to see, you know, them work through the lineup to get a couple of hits and a couple of walks and drive in some runs on base hits. And, you know, mm-hmm. like, so it was, it was a good half inning for the Rangers. That top of the third was a really good half inning. Now, do you want back to talk? To, uh, you, yeah, back, you, to, uh, back to Dane Dunning. So Dane Dunning, I mean, he gave up a, a leadoff home run to Christian Yelich, but other than that, he wasn't bad at all. Yeah. Gave up a couple of more hits, but nothing really to no, quote. I mean, you know, I I would have preferred, uh, um, you, you know, uh, the, not to have that home run on there, but that's okay. He didn't walk anybody. He struck out five. Yeah. Um, I thought Dane yeah. Dunning was pretty good today, and you know, he gets through. 
three full complete innings. And I mean, he's right on pace uh, to be ready for the, uh, you know, I think they're keeping him ready with the idea that he may, you know, if, uh, if they have an injury, he may be in the rotation um, mm-hmm. or, you know, getting him ready to be that top guy down there at AAA to where he's ready if something happens later on down the road mm-hmm. uh, with the rotation. Um, but I, I, I still uh, would imagine that Odorizzi is going to get that first role in the in the yeah. bullpen and the first yeah. uh, first spot the start that have needs we, to happen. Have we seen Odorizzi yet? Not yet, I don't think. I haven't. I, you know, I can't remember talking about him on a box score just yet. But that's no. not not that uncommon for a, a, a wily veteran yeah. to yeah. not be out there. Just you know, I mean, those innings. Those innings are more important to Dane Dunning right now than they are to Jake Odorizzi. He's sitting out there in the whirlpool. That's what he's yeah, doing he, in the game. He's keeping yeah, I mean, What's he, like 32 now? I mean, gosh, <laughs> he might be out there grazing in the pasture on the hill, you know. That's what they that's what they do when they get so old like that, right? Oh, God, that old, yeah, he, he's, that old he's man. He's up there in the whirlpool. How's, how's he even get up in the morning, you know, that old? Oh, man. Um, but uh, – yeah, Dunning, you know, nothing wrong with Dunning. And, uh, you know, like I don't I don't have any reason to believe that uh, Brock Burke wasn't doing anything but working on some things. And, and you know, some guys hit some, some seeing eyeballs on him. And, uh, you know, nothing big in that half inning. But he did give up a run. Um, yeah. uh, and But he did have a couple of strikeouts that, you know, got him through that thing. Uh, so, you know, I, I think Brock Burke, he's probably working on some things, but at the same time, you know, you don't want to see the run, but it, it happens. The guy that had the rough uh, the rough inning for the Rangers today was John King. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and, and the guy that doesn't very, need to have. No, it's a very competitive bullpen right now. Yeah. Everybody in that spot has to, has and, to be and on he's the a guy, And he's a guy that's on that 40-man, so if they're looking to fill a 40-man with somebody that they don't want to send to the minors – Mm-hmm. You know, he yeah. may be one of those guys, but at the same time, I mean, he's been good in his other outings, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, today it wasn't, it wasn't very good. Um, yeah. he, he didn't, yeah. uh, he just didn't locate very well. And he did kind of get a blown call that probably would have went his way, uh, on a double play ball. Um, that probably would have lessened the damage to one, but mm-hmm. you, you never know, you know, things could have went different and, you know, after the fact, after he gets a double play. So who knows, you know, so I don't want to speculate there, but uh, not John King's best outing of the spring, but I don't think it takes him out of contention for a rush or a, a, no, a bullpen spot yet. at all. No, yeah. not yet. And, and then the next couple of guys, uh, of the next couple of guys, the guy that probably is the most important to him to have a good outing would be Jacobson. Mm-hmm. Um because the other two guys, they've got spots. They're going to pitch in a rotation somewhere below minor, Major League Baseball. Uh, Vanasco gave up a couple of hits, but worked his way through it and got quite a few ground balls today. So got all three ground balls today. So uh, he had a good inning. Jacobson, another you know pretty decent inning, had a couple of strikeouts. Uh, his stuff looked really good. His, he looks like he's a uh, he, he has Major League stuff. He could be a big league pitcher this year at some point, uh, I think. Um, yeah, and and looking at just looking at stock, stock his statistics in the minor leagues over the last, uh, you know, really, I guess he he was he must have been had a major injury, I guess, but uh, 2019. Well, he left the game. He left the game. Remember, he was oh. uh, one of the guys that came back through the Seattle place. The 
the drive line or pitch line or whatever. Okay, that, okay, uh, okay. Just, is getting big league is getting pitchers back to the big league level. Okay, okay. Well, he had a heck of a stint uh, in the minors, and he was he was uh, uh, really really good. I mean, nineteen innings, yeah. thirty strikeouts. A 1.1 whip. I mean, definitely a guy that uh-huh. you got to get a look at if looking at. Well, and that's why there. he's, yeah, and that's why he's in the bullpen right now getting innings. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Well, and then just, uh, are we ready to talk about the next two guys who were kind of uh, really well, highlights I, for both of us? I really want to, I want to focus. Cole Wynn, he did have a leadoff walk. Okay. And, and I mean, he gave up a base at the Luke Voigt. Which oh you know it happens. I mean, big league big league hitters are going to hit him right at the moment. You know, a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, but he he worked around it with three strikeouts. So and he, and the last two with runners on first and maybe third. I can't remember if it was first and third or first and second. But uh, with the runners on, with a runner in scoring position, he bared down and got a couple of called strike threes. So it was a really good it was a really good pitching performance for Cole Wynn. I'd have preferred he not put two guys on base, but at the end of the day, when you're you know you're first outing out, um, worked around it, had some strikeouts. His command looks so much better than it did last year at the end with Round Rock. So hopefully they're working on more consistency with him, where he's where he's hitting his same mechanics every time, every glide down the mound instead of like losing his stuff. Midway through mm-hmm. a midway through an at bat, so I think that might be where he's at right now, where he's really working on getting his mechanics down to where he can go into AAA this year and dominate the guys that are at the same level as him. What What about the wild pitch? I mean, is it something you're concerned about? I I don't know yeah. because yeah. he 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 buried it, and it wasn't really a bad pitch. And David okay. Garcia kind of got crossed up a little bit. Okay. And I don't think it was really anybody's fault, but he he kind of buried it, and and I think that probably in a regular season that uh, that probably gets knocked down and nobody goes anywhere. Because you know we were talking about his command, and you know that's a really important part of I feel like his. But it wasn't a bad. Right it wasn't a horrible pitch. That was the wild pitch. It wasn't like something that he just you know hit, threw it at the bull. Okay. What was the guy for your cardinal for the Cardinals that all of a sudden couldn't throw Rick Ankiel? Rick Ankiel. Well, I don't Man. know. That Cole, like, I don't know that Cole Wynn is a good enough hitter to come back as a center fielder, so he needs to get that mechanics down. Yeah, yeah, and then also uh, a guy that's kind of we're kind of starting to become a fan of this guy, uh, the uh, Ozuna. Yeah, um, you know, uh, starting it, to starting to grow I want, on me a little bit. I I, I want to Ferneri Ferneri Ozuna. It's it's a great name. It makes me think of like a hillside in uh, Oregon in the spring where like all the ferns are out, and uh, that's what it kind of makes me think of. But so, anyways, so it's either it, so if you want to say it in Texan, it's going to be Fernery. Fernery. Yeah, but if it's if it's pronounced uh, with a little bit uh, as you would be taught in, you know, Spanish three, it might be fernery, 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 fernery. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. But don't, don't ask us him... to be rolling ours on this show. Uh, uh, but we're trying. I'll let Dave Raymond say it someday, and then we'll go with that. 
sounds good Ooh. to me. But hey, what a what a great like uh, a great find and a great move moving him to pitching because he looks like he's he's looks like he's, he's on figuring his way. it out. Yeah, yeah, he's he figuring like it he's out. On his I, way. Mean, I think for him to get a non roster invite this year is a is a really cool deal. And uh, you know, if he can put together a season this year, I mean, he's gonna he'll probably be a uh, minor league free agent if he doesn't stick with the team. And I think he'll probably pitch somewhere in the big leagues. At, at some point in the next couple of years. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah. if it's and not I mean, with the Rangers, we're going to pull for Fernery. Right. I mean, I don't know. I just kind of like the guy. He seems to kind of – and he, he just a cool cool little story there, and we always got to love a good story. And, and again, kind of like we, we've said all year, you need guys on your on your team with some character that got good stories. Uh, what's the the reliever? He pitched a couple days. He pitched – is it Montero? Montas, right? Montas. Yeah, I think you're right. He pitched yesterday uh, somewhere. He pitched one of those games yesterday. I'll get you. I'm I'm working my way to it. But he's another guy that, you know, you need a guy like that, 5'10", 265. Yeah, yeah. He's got that that real build that you like for for major You don't want their whole team looking like that, but Uh, you definitely uh, could use a couple – you need a couple guys out there for the brawls. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, uh, Reyes Moranta is who we're Moranta. talking about. Okay. Here. Yeah, yeah Five, he was the guy 10, they signed. 265, yes. That's yeah, 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 yeah. He was the guy they signed. I don't think uh, he... Kind of a free agent roster invite kind of guy. Yeah, right? yeah. And uh, I'm just saying I walked next to him at uh, spring training the other day, and 510 uh-huh. is definitely a stretch. Ah, two sixty five, not though. Two sixty five <laughs> is not it. a stretch. Yeah, so more like but, more like five five nine. Yeah, yeah ah, maybe yeah. even five eight. Yeah, cleats, you know, love it, so. love it, love it. Yeah, get that guy. He's made the he made the team. Made the team. Made the team. Uh, yeah, let me uh, hey, let me go around just a little bit and say uh, tell the couple other guys who made the team today. Uh, I think Jankowski's absolutely, probably absolutely. I mean, you might as well put Jankowski and Matthias on the team. Ezekiel Duran is definitely uh, on the team. Uh, two singles, two RBIs. Uh, Foscue, who does nothing. What do we say? All he does is hit. Yeah. Another hit today from Foscue. I mean, Brad Miller, uh, it's just killing me. But, hey, in, in, but, hey, in all positivity, though, we well, were hoping we talk this, about, right? Yeah, Didn't we like, say we want Brad Miller to be so good? And that Bubba they Thompson have to, to be put good, him on the team. To be yeah, good. like everybody. Yeah, Josh so Smith good. to be good. That that he actually now has value to be traded, and we can get that contract off the books. Uh, so yeah, we I guess we do want him to make the team. McCarthy's trying to make the team. Um, so yeah, a lot of good performances today. Yeah. You know. And real quick, I just want to mm-hmm. say that Mitch Garver looked really good behind the plate tonight or, or last night. Yeah, yeah, love that. Love yeah, that. he he looked really good yesterday. So I mean, uh, I'm hoping he's healthy and he's feeling good, and hopefully nothing, you know, like uh, those those injuries are kind of just something that you can't do much about, and you just got to roll with them. So I hope he uh, does have a, a bit of a comeback season this year. And uh, but he did he looked good behind the plate before we before we jump out of here. You know, I thought he yeah we're we're, we're running up against it, but absolutely hey, you know, a couple cool just a couple more highlights. We, as we said earlier, Rangers had seven hits with 16 runners in scoring position today. They had six walks today. And that gun with the pitching staff got 14 strikeouts. Yeah, 17 so a lot of base runners. A lot of positive runners. 
17 base runners too. That's a, a, a nice, a nice little thing. 17 guys got on base um, via hit or walk today and uh, yep. um, lots of hits with runners in scoring position. So that's a really good sign. And these are a lot of guys that are trying to make baseball teams. So, yep. Well, I think that's all we got. You got anything else for the people before we uh, roll on out of here for the weekend? No, not today, but you know, don't be surprised if we hop on one day and talk baseball during the weekend, if we get, uh, if it keeps raining. Yeah, yeah, definitely. If if there's something to talk about, we will be talking about it. Uh, man, what a great re- what a great week. Uh, wrapping up an awesome week of baseball. We're playing games. We're talking box scores. We're reading injury reports. You know, uh, we got guys making the team, guys not making the team every single day. At least on my side of the of this whole thing. So thanks everybody for listening. Uh, it's been a blast this week. Like I said, we might pop on on the weekend. If we don't, we'll catch up with you guys on Monday morning for your drive to work. Thank you, everybody, for listening. This is Texas Rangers with the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast. A couple guys just love the Texas Rangers, and we are signing out.